You're listening to The Local Beat, a new podcast from 88.1 WKNC. The Local Beat is a weekly radio show featuring live in-studio performances and interviews with local North Carolina musicians. The Local Beat is hosted by DJ What's Her Face and DJ Sparrow and is on Fridays from 5 to 7 p.m. only on 88.1. Be sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud at WKNC881 and on the Apple Store so you'll never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. 88.1 WKNC. We are interrupting your regularly scheduled Chainsaw Rock to have a special edition of The Local Beat, your favorite weekly WKNC specialty show where we bring in local artists. I am DJ Sparrow. I've got DJ What's Her Face next to me. And in front of us, we have the artist RGB in the flesh. Hey, what's up? Welcome. And we brought RGB in for the special edition of the local beat, particularly to promote Double Barrel Benefit 15, which is happening first weekend of February. It's coming up. January is really winding down. It's like the second and third. Second and third. I said that last week and you corrected me and now I'm correcting you. Goes around, comes around. Um, Night one is going to be Wells, RGB, who's in front of us and is going to be talking to us. Juice Lord Magnus and Diaspora, and Night 2 is going to be Future Kings of Nowhere, the Muslims. Kings of Leon. <laughs> kings of Leon. No, we're not that big of a radio station to bring in Kings of Leon. Um, but also, that's not really like the kind of music we play. We're more... We're keeping it local. Yeah, keeping it local, keeping it fresh, underrepresented artists. Also, it's going to be Pie Face Girls, the Muslims, and Drug Charge on Night 2. It's a two-night event where we get most of our funding because we are a non-profit student-run radio station so we would love it if you came out and supported it's also going to be a really great weekend you can get your tickets on the internet yeah you can hit up our website wknc.org which would also come up from a google search or you can hit up kingsraleigh.com that's the venue it's going to be at is kings um if we didn't mention that and they have tickets up there as well they're going fast these are some hot tickets. I got my tickets. But anyways, let's move on <laughs> to RGB. He's sitting in front of us. We actually know RGB because he is a student at NC State. Isn't that right? Yeah. Are you involved with this station? I still am, yes. I haven't DJed in a while, but... Okay. Yeah. You took a break from DJing? Yeah. Yeah, things are getting a little busy. With, like, school or with RGB? With school, with work, and I'm always, like, trying to make music whenever i can so cool well how about we play a little bit of your music so you can give the listeners an idea of Mm -hmm. what you create and what they can look forward to at double barrel and also you're playing a show uh later on in february yeah the wicked witch on the 20th Mm -hmm. are you playing with anyone else no it's just me it's like a experimental tuesday like beat set so okay Cool. Well, what are you going to start us off with? Uh, I'm going to start off with Indecisive. It's off off burgeoning, which I put out last year. So. Cool. This is WKNC, the local beat. Stay tuned. We will be right back to interview RGB. Thank you. 
We can look for the world to be as we would like it to be as individuals. Make it easy for me. But I think the important thing is that the world, the only way we can do is to have a mind that's open enough to be able to accept situations, to, to be able to, to experience situations as they are and turn them into medicine, turn poison into medicine. Take whatever situation you want and make, make something constructive.
88.1 WKNC, you were just listening to Indecisive by RGB, and he is actually here with us. Whoa. Performing live. We're doing an extra segment of the local beat today to promote one of our double barrel benefit artists. So I want to hear a little bit about your music making process. So what exactly are you doing to make these sounds come together? Um, so, I mean, I usually, so I run everything through Ableton. Ableton is like my most favorite piece of software out there. I always collect like samples from like, you know, off the internet or through records and I'll kind of combine a bunch of different sounds to get sort of like a particular like scene. And then, you know, I'm always like, I used to play percussion and like I got into beat making just through that and, you know, making drum loops and then I'll kind of combine everything into sort of to kind of paint like a like a scene sort of. So I want you to elaborate a little more about these scenes. Mm-hmm. So what is a scene? Tell me, take me through like a particular song, maybe the song that you just played, Indecisive. Tell me what scene you had in your head and what brought you to bring in certain sounds that you did. Well, it like some of these songs that I did off the last album were kind of like uh, like emotions and they're the way I kind of express that is by creating a sort of like environment, whether it's kind of like a waterfall or like, um, you know, like distant singing in the background and it'll kind of like, it'll paint like sort of, uh, like almost like a little tiny little movie mm-hmm. in my head. And that's kind of like what I try to get out when I put something out. So, are these scenes often scenes that you've encountered in your life? Are you trying to recreate certain memories? Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, because when I, when I put out Burgeoning, this was, like, when I was, you know, I was out hiking a lot, and, like, just being in nature a lot. But, um, but I also like to combine that with some of, like, the music, you know, I listened to growing up and, like, sort of, like, the like the drums and like the grooves that you get from like hip hop and stuff. So, so you grew up listening to hip hop? Yeah, like yeah, I love like I listen to like most of my production. Like if you hear like the drums or like or even like the chord progressions, those are like that's from like the Neptunes and you know that was like basically what I listened to like through the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other influences? Yeah, like um, Flying Lotus. I saw him at Moogfest actually last nice. year. Nice. I'm jealous. It was a good that, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Those visuals too. Do you have anything in the works with the visuals? Um, not right now. I'm like actually I have like I know like a couple pretty talented friends that I could mm-hmm. team up with on that, but it's not something necessary, but something a lot of people do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good to bring in another human sense to live shows. So it's not just sound you get to experience. I feel like if I were a musician and I had a show, I would bring like things that smell good to like make yeah. everyone smell the same thing. <laughs> like each song has a different type of incense stick or something. Oh, yeah, I went I, to the great cover up and they had, they were doing, God, what is that jam band? Fish or something? No, not that one. <laughs> 
It was, oh, The Grateful Dead. Oh, yeah. I don't know why that my mind blanked on that. I was like thinking of the tie-dye and the bears. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't coming. And they lit incense. I don't Nice. I should join that band then. That's my only way in to the incense burning live music. But anyways, <laughs> about this show you have coming up, Double Barrel Benefit, that's the big one we got you in here for. Um, yeah. They're all good, but what does WKNC mean to you? And how do you feel being on a lineup with these other great artists? Oh, it's like, that's honestly so cool. Like, like even just like being played on the radio, like I just like listen to WKNC like since like middle school. So same. It's just like crazy to like, oh, like my music's playing on the <laughs> station. That's crazy. Do you ever yeah. think you would be on WKNC middle school? What's that? Is that like the goal? Mm, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I always what? looked up to like the WKNC DJs. And I would always be like, I want to be a voice on the radio. I wanted to go to state just to be on WKNC. No yeah. lie. I appreciate that. Truth out. <laughs> that was crazy. I was always like, like even just like the training, like I'm still like, I'm kind of anxious and nervous when I'm like on the air. Mm-hmm. So. Did you do like lone shifts where you by yourself? What was your DJ no, was, name, by the way? Was my DJ? It was yeah. RGB. Oh, <laughs> oh, I should have known that. No secret there. Yeah. Uh, what shift did you do? Um, I actually did, well, like, uh, I think, yeah, I did after hours briefly. I, I think it was co-hosting with Colin Kesey mm-hmm. and um, or DJ Colgate. I went to elementary school with him. Yeah. Well, he didn't remember. I approached him once, and I was like. Are you Colin? <laughs> He's a cool guy. He knows a lot about like UK hip hop. It's crazy. Yeah, we bonded over uh, Green Day. That was like the first CD I got back in elementary <laughs> school. Like I think it was like Dookie or something. And um, Colin just like had no memory of it, and I had to like remind him. It was he like was embarrassed about how much he loved Green Day. <laughs> yeah, maybe he didn't want to admit that. <laughs> I did. I did tweet about this, so maybe he might be listening. So. Hey, hey Colin, Colin, I remember Miss Hefner's third grade class. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> uh, anyways, if you're just tuning in, this is this, a special second edition of the Local Beat. Normally we're on Tuesdays 4 to 6, and we are in here, especially for RGB, to uh, uh, promote Double Barrel Benefit, our 15th annual benefit show. He's going to be playing on night one. You're playing with some pretty nice artist, Wells. He's pretty big. Wells is big. Yeah. Wells is massive. Have you met him before or played with him? No, I've. I think I we DM'd once, <laughs> but it was it was like he like was promoting Dungeon something. Master? You slid into like, his Instagram. DMs. Oh, got it. I'm no, thinking, Dungeon Master. <laughs> I'm thinking about Dungeons and Dragons. What is Dungeon Master? <laughs> it's like the person who like has all the creativity. Like during a Dungeons and Dragons game, they just kind of like oh. narrate it. Really? But that's not what happened with you. Yeah, no. You guys Dungeons and Dragons together. <laughs> Virtually. <laughs> uh, so you DM'd him why? Uh, I think he was like promoting like a new thing. And I was like, oh, I'll promote. Like it, it was like you get like your moms to like listen to the music and then film their reaction. <laughs> Did you have your mom listen to what? Is it his music or it, your it music? Didn't, yeah, I was like thinking about doing it, but my parents—I don't know if they give like a like a juicy reaction. Oh, it would be just like stone face. Yeah, just be like, 
They're okay. like used like to not. you playing music. <laughs> like awkwardly not. Oh, yeah. I bet like having a camera, you'd have to do it secretly. You'd have to record them secretly to get an authentic yeah, reaction. Definitely. Anytime, like, even if I'm like taking like a, like an Instagram story or something, uh-huh. they'll just kind of like, like, they'll just get embarrassed. <laughs> they'll like cover their face Aww. or something. They don't want it to get out. They don't. They, They've got so much at stake. They got a family. They're they're hilarious. They just <laughs> they they don't want the world to know. Can't be incriminated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I want to hear a little bit about the album that you have out now. What is it called? It's called Burgeoning. Okay, and the song you just played is off of Burgeoning. Mm-hmm. Was that recorded professionally? Um. No. Most of. Like, basically everything I do is, like, home recording. Like, um, yeah, like, I I started off just, like, making beats off my laptop, and it's gotten to the point where I'll, where I've, like, upgraded my studio gear, and I'll, like, go into a, like, a recording booth with people, and, like... Where at? Uh, the Hunt Library. Yes, they have <laughs> such Hill. good facilities. Oh, there's one at D-Chill, too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I thought They're it was just smaller hunt. though, but they have really good mics there. We've got all the equipment. You can like rent a yeah. synthesizer, like a MIDI, just like I think anything. Yeah. It's like these soundproofed rooms. Oh, it's not soundproof. Oh, really? I, I just see the foam. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not soundproof. Really, you can hear it from like the room over. Yeah, this one time I was like working on a song and I was just like kind of blasting it, and it was like I think it was like eleven or something. I'm like. Mm-hmm. A, thursday or something uh-huh. and one of the librarians came <gasps> up and they were like hey you're, you're a little too loud uh-oh they come up and whisper and like, yeah <laughs> how could you hear them if they were whispering <laughs> well they knock on the door oh, okay and you paused it <laughs> yeah. that's what they asked for when they put a recording studio in a library but i mean that's so weird i thought it was soundproof actually it should until be. that day you'd think oh, the library that? is like this multi-million dollar project just like got that technology the rooms yeah Honestly, they have a problem with the study rooms being too non-soundproofed. I think they're, like, connected from the ceilings because I can literally hear, like, these whisper conversations from the room over, <laughs> and I am I just cannot focus when I hear people talking. Yeah, I mean, some people actually, there's, like, um, you, they say don't go to Studio B at Hunt because it's, like, Studio, like, B bad <laughs> because <laughs> because that's, like, the one where people, like, toss footballs and, like, what? just, like... They just don't treat it with respect. They oh don't really gosh. use it. Do you <laughs> think Why do they bring footballs into the studio? Because it's know. a bad studio. You gotta be bad at the bad gotta studio. Gotta go to Studio yeah. A. <laughs> no, don't go to. Everyone goes to Studio A. So it's like <laughs> oh. kind of dirty. Oh, studio gosh. C. Oh no. Studio C. Which studio do studio you use? Which is for your crap, favorite? Uh, studio D. And then I like bought some like monitors so I didn't have to go there again oh so <laughs> you have your own studio now yeah, yeah. awesome no librarians whispering no at you. Fussed at you. <laughs> yeah like last year last year i was living in a dorm so i didn't have like the room mm-hmm. to like kind of ball out on the home studio but now i got a room started from the bottom yeah cool well how about we play another song because mm-hmm. time's just a flying by yeah. Um, this is the local beat. We are interviewing RGB right now because he's playing a show. He's playing two shows in February. He's playing Double Barrel Benefit 15 Night 1 on Feb. 
February 2nd. Yes. Yay. February 2nd. I was right. And he's also playing another show on the 20th, February 20th, at The Wicked Witch, a new venue that I have yet to go to. Have you gone there? Well, I'm working there next week, so (laughs) I better go soon. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, I hear good things. What are you about to play for us? I'm going to play Peak off of burgeoning again awesome well we will be right back for an interview we're here till seven stay tuned this is wknc 88.1 
88.1 WKNC. You're currently listening to The Local Beat. We have a special segment right now. Usually we are at 4 to 6 on Tuesdays, but we decided to jump in um, for a little bit today to showcase one of our artists playing Double Barrel Benefit. This is RGV, and he is here with us. And he just played a live track for you. That was Peak, is that correct? Peak, yep. Cool. And that song was also on your album. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about the process and putting that together? Well, that one, that song I had for a while, like, I, it started off as, like, a tiny stem, and then I kind of worked on it every now and then, and that sort of blossomed into that. And then I got my friend Laura Vaitil to sing over it. I think it mm-hmm. really came out nicely. Do you ever collaborate with people live, or is it usually just you? Um, it's usually just me because it's kind of hard to get a hold of people for like you know just like a couple of songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to try like a full project with someone in the future. Have you have you collaborated with many other people? So like some of the tracks that I've put on the last album, it was I got like some guitar parts from some people and like some bass grooves from, from from some people and then this one song I had this dude uh Charleston High rap over it and he kind of does his own thing he's on like SoundCloud cool um, yeah it was just kind of like wherever it fit just put some features and so when you approach a person to collaborate with you on a track do you have a clear idea of what you want them to contribute or is it it's about half and half like usually I'll like I kind of figure out like okay this is kind of the what I'm sort of looking for like whether it's like a singing part or like maybe this needs a little more depth to like maybe like the lower end that's like where the bass so for the singing for example do you have lyrics in mind no so like those the lyrics that uh Laura did those were like her own she wrote them in French wow but yeah it's kind of like fits the overall theme of the song but mm-hmm. i kind of leave that up to so you just send what you've what you have so far and then ask whoever the collaborator is to fill yeah, it in i'll like send a couple of songs and then we'll kind of come together in this like usually like last year it was hunt we just like come to the studio and then um try out some stuff improvise and awesome once we get like a good sort of set of like vocal tracks ready i'll kind of chop them up and like mess around with it and then we'll come back to it so awesome and where do you pull your own samples from uh that's a secret oh <laughs> that's okay <laughs> well, i'm sure you've got many sources yeah yeah i mean it's like um you know some off the internet you know a lot off of like records that i used to listen to and mm. you know every a lot of producers like to crate dig and like just get the Crate dig like tapes, like like vinyl. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you sample a lot of stuff, and sometimes like I'll forget what I sampled because it's just like manipulated to the point where you can't really recognize it. But how do you convert your vinyl samples to digital format? So I have like I have a turntable and like a audio interface. Okay. So I just kind of take it from there. Technology. Yeah. (laughs) That's exciting. Well, if you're just tuning in, folks, this is Local Beat. 
We are talking to RGB, who's playing night one of Double Barrel Benefit 15. If you have not gotten your ticket slash tickets yet, you might want to because they're going fast. It's going to be a fun two-night show at King's in downtown Raleigh. It's going to be on February 2nd and 3rd. And you can find your tickets at WKNC.org or on the King's website. And you've played with one of those artists that will be playing with you on night one before. Yeah, Diaspora. Yeah. She's really cool. I was at that show. At that Ruby? was an amazing show. I at, had, at Ruby? Yeah, at Ruby. Yeah. I had such a great time. Yeah, you don't remember? We were like one of seven people there. Me and oh, DJ yeah, What's Your yeah, Face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like on a weeknight. It was a weeknight. Yeah, yeah, I was really disappointed because it was such an amazing show. Yeah. I'm so excited for Diaspora and you, of course. Bringing them back together. Yeah. As it should be. Mm-hmm. We got to do more shows together. You really should. You guys really ma- match well, like your the music that you two produce. Yeah. She has like a very, like she, like I, I did this last project, uh, I think it still comes on rotation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of like like dream poppy. Mm. Electro dream pop. Yeah, I was de- mm. I definitely I didn't feel like I was that dreaming. Was you. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Matt Brown was like, you gotta listen to these guys, Miriam. They're like a bunch of high schoolers. And That's when really I was like good. really excited that <laughs> I got like an email back. I was like, wow. You just gave up your identity. Oops, you didn't hear that. <laughs> You're just telling them everything. I <laughs> hear this, DJ. What's your face? That's how we talk to each other. Yeah, here, even just, off the air. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we all have our aliases to hide behind. Right. <laughs> well, how about we play another song? Totally. Is that cool? Yeah. Awesome. Well, what's it gonna be? Untitled. I don't have a title for this. Oh, one. is this new? This is kinda. Yeah. Something you've never played live? I've played it live. I just don't have a name for it. Is it just yet. not out yet? It's it's unreleased. Are you looking Is for name suggestions? Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll listen and think about <laughs> we'll, it. We'll spitball some names after. Honestly, we might Hit even... RGB on Twitter or wherever. <laughs> yeah, we might even uh, have the listeners call in and try to give suggestions if they want. And I'm going to see if there are any tickets I can give as a a gift for making a great contribution to a great artist. But there's no guarantee you can name your song whatever you want to name it. Yeah. But for now, it's going to be untitled. (laughs) This is 88.1 WKNC. Stay tuned. Thank you. 
88.1 WKNC. You just heard two live tracks played by RGB, who's sitting right in front of us. Hello. RGB is going to be playing Double Barrel Benefit 15, which is the first weekend of February. He's playing on night one on the second with Wells, Juice Lord Magnus, and Diaspora. And it's going to be fun. Night one's going to be fun, but night two is also going to be fun. Future Kings of Nowhere. Muslims, Pie Face Girls, and Drug Charge. DJ What's Her Face and I are working on getting more double barrel artists in for the local beat. Our normal slot is Tuesdays, 4 to 6. We've got Pie Face Girls coming in this Tuesday from 4 to 6. Woohoo! They're going to be playing live, so... Yeah, they've never played tune live. Tune in for that. We've played pre-recorded stuff for them, um, but never live, so that's going to be Treat. So moving back to our interview. So you are also a student at State. So I'm wondering, how do you balance playing shows, working, and still make time for music and all of the things that come with it? The music's always been kind of like my release from everything. So it's never like I have to do it or I have to make time for this. It's mostly like this is what I like to do and I've been... Mm -hmm. It's always been, like, I, I can't imagine, like, just doing it full-time. It's always been, like, the, I guess the creativity comes from, like, the fact that it's so, like, in between everything. And it's, like, I have to find crevices in my schedule to sort of do it. But Would you ever want to make time to do something bigger, like a tour or... Oh, yeah. But I haven't... Anything like that? Yeah. That would be cool. I haven't really thought about it, but... I think that would that would be the next step for sure. Yeah, I think Diaspora is on tour right now, isn't she? Or was recently? Yeah, I think so. Always traveling, probably. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Um, so <clears throat> what do you have planned? I know you have that one album out, but are there is there any sort of effort to put another one out? There's definitely something coming up, you know, around February time. And I a did surprise. I, a surprise little, release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I, I did put out um like a B sides unmixed, you know, drafts loops on SoundCloud and um yeah. I mean I just I have like a lot of stuff that I'm sitting on, so I just wanted to put that out and it's you know, it's a mix, it's on SoundCloud. I kinda I took all like these beats that I wasn't planning on putting on anything. I kind of mashed them up with some my favorite acapellas, my favorite rappers. Hey. So when you take content <clears throat> from other musicians, what's like the, like, do you have to communicate with them or get some sort of rights on the audio or how does that work? Um, well, that that's on SoundCloud, but so SoundCloud's kind of like a nice open Is it open forest. source? It's like a forest of, you know, <laughs> you know, like the clout goggles, like SoundCloud artists. But yeah, I mean, like commercially, like if you're sampling like famous things, you have to go through like sample clearance and like mm -hmm. you usually have to pay a lot of money. And, you know, it's it's not about the money. It's about the art. And a lot of like, you know, a lot of people that I look up to, like Mad Lib or like people on the Stones Throw label, like. They usually just sample some really obscure stuff and don't have to go through sample clearance. So 
Okay. Is that something DJs have to deal with too? If they're yeah, it's like a, it's a big and I would say like it's, such a hassle. Yeah, I mean that's like that's like how even hip hop started. It was just like you know started off with just sampling like some of these great soul singers and mm-hmm. you know they would have to go through sample clearance if someone like snitched on them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's kind it's kind of like a it's 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 an art because you're not completely taking the song like you're not taking the whole melody you're taking like bits and pieces of it mm-hmm. and sort of forming something new out of reworking it reworking it yeah i feel like all music is kind of like that you know yeah i mean like you know even if you're just playing an instrument it's like you have these absolutely. basic Chord structures yeah. that you pull off of and alter and make your own yeah like pop music is like a lot of the same chord progressions but that's mm-hmm. they do it differently every mm-hmm. time and it's sounds new so your music involves a lot of layering different <clears throat> sounds i'm curious to know how, at what point are you content with a piece to put it out and to say it's complete this is like that's one of the harder questions to answer um, <laughs> i can't it's hard for me to finish stuff because i feel like like one day i'll really like it and i'll be like this is perfect and then the next day i'm like well it's kind of needs like a baseline or actually this is kind of garbage like it's <laughs> it like it goes back and forth like it, like i don't know yeah it's really hard to judge your own work yeah do you ever have to get second opinions yeah i have like a couple friends i'll send it to mm-hmm. like just send work in progresses but you trust their opinions critiques <laughs> not not like i'm too sensitive to get like hard critiques but because it's just like you know it's 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 some experimental music, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'll usually send it when it's like at the point where I feel like I could send it to people. But that's not the point when you're ready to release anything. Uh, yeah, that's true. Wait, what (laughs) What was the question? (laughs) So it's like, it'll get to a point where you say, okay, let me send it to my trusted friends Mm -hmm. and then your trusted friends don't give you any sort of like feedback no they they do just not like, harsh feedback they just, just know like, how to give you feedback because they know you yeah it's more like it's more like i don't know it's so subjective but like my like close friends that i'll send it to they kind of have an idea of like what sounds complete or not mm-hmm. and that's sort of like what i'll get from it okay nice so you mentioned to me earlier that you just got signed by um, a label. Not it's it's not it's just like it's on like I'm working with Roundhouse and they're like they're they're a label but they're like a small sort of close group of friends and musicians who put out stuff. Where are they based out of? Durham. Nice. Well congratulations. Yeah. When did you link up with them? I think actually David uh, approached me after the polarity set and I just been like, I've been, I played like a couple shows with them and just been getting to know them. Pretty cool. Has that made it easier for you to like book shows or like find other people to, I guess, work with, play with? Yeah, totally. All that jazz. Yeah. They're they're like a cool, like, I don't know, like at least in Raleigh, like I haven't found a beat scene per se mm-hmm. or like a group of like that have like a very particular sort of sound where the you know like that 
look up to like Flying Lotus or like Jay Dilla or like, you know, any of these producer type people. Mm-hmm. So that's like the main thing I like about them. So mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of great local beat makers and electronic artists on mm-hmm. our house. There's one thing I've learned through interviewing bands on the local beat. It's that Craigslist is a great way to find like-minded musicians. Yeah. <laughs> it I've really actually is. haven't tried it yet. It really is. I feel like... Yeah, there's been a lot of Craigslist success stories. Yeah, because we'll ask like how a group gets together and they'll be like, Craigslist. Really? And then yeah. they're just this like really great like group of people, like really in sync and really like living together or something, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so pro tips if you're trying to find like magic musicians. Cra- I'm I'm on Craigslist already, like selling stuff. So maybe I'll just <laughs> maybe I'll just put a wanted ad for extra, you put know, it at singer. the bottom, you know, yeah, yeah. Got a shelf for sale, and then at the very bottom say also like, plug your we'll be for a singer. Here's my SoundCloud. My, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have an idea. You could send, you can like sell your Flying Lotus albums and meet up with that person and be like, oh, by the way, you like Flying Lotus? Um, wanna make music? That's not a bad idea. But I don't know I'd if never everyone who listens to music is good at making music. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe you could pretend to sell a bundle of your Flying Lotus album along with your um. What's that thing? A board? Like, what's that thing that you run Ableton through? It's like that button. Oh, like the... A controller? Like a controller. controller, yeah. Yeah, pretend like you're selling a controller and you're flying Lotus record. Meet up with the person who wants these things. And then just... And then be like, actually make them them angry. Just be like, let's just hang. I'll, like, play with these things with you. Uh, that doesn't sound very There's safe. There's like a 10% chance it'll go <laughs> That sounds away. like a great way to get murdered. Yeah. Just <laughs> make them mad. <laughs> Say, let's hang out. <laughs> well, you know, just a thought. Not Food for thought. Going to clout exile if I did that. <laughs> well, that's... I only have a little bit of clout right now. I'm trying to gain it. it. Speaking of clout, where can people find you and your music on the internet? Uh... I mean, burgeonings on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, other paid streaming platforms. And then um, the new like mix I put out is on my SoundCloud. Do you have a social media presence? Yes. It's Bozier. It, it's hard to spell out, but you Ooh. can go to... Actually, you know what? I'll spell it. Do it. Okay. The at symbol for Twitter handles. B O N. J O U R D H U I. So if you speak French, that's a combination of the words bonjour and aujourd'hui. So together, bonjour'hui. I like it. <laughs> that's like how the Germans <laughs> make words. They just like combine words that make sense to make a compound word. Yeah. And they have these like 30 letter words. Anyways, our time is really winding down here. I want to give you a chance to play one more song if you'd like. Would you like that? Yeah. What is that song? I'll play Hourglass. All right. This is going to be Hourglass by RGB. That's all the time we have, folks. Um, He's going to be playing a Double Real Benefit 15 on night one, February 2nd. This has been The Local Beat. Uh, Be sure to catch us next Tuesday, 4 to 6, with Pie Face Girls. They're playing a live set. So stay tuned. You're listening to 88.1 WKNC, the best radio station 
in the world.